It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, it is episode number 321 of the Locked On Redskins podcast. Good to have you guys with us. And quite honestly, I don't know how we're going to keep you guys excited and interested in the Washington Redskins when they are, quite honestly, a complete dumpster fire. Uh, and they have been for a long time. And, you know, every week I try and fool myself into thinking they can be competitive and they can win a game and they can act right and they can execute right. And when it comes down to it, they are literally trash on fire all too often. Um, that's rough. That's not nice. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to tell you the honest to God truth. I'm here to tell you how it is. And anybody that watches this team week in, week out, for years and years and years, and I've seen every one of their games, you know, for the last, what, 10, 12, 11 years, whatever it is, every single one, and I went to 130 of them in a row or whatever it was over a six-year period when I was on the beat, and then I've seen every one since then, this team is literally just – they make putrid seem like a word that doesn't even mean anything. Another embarrassing, humiliating, dreadful performance in East Rutherford on Sunday afternoon. 24-3, to the final score. The Washington Redskins dropped – and the New York Giants beat the Redskins to improve to 2-2, two and two, and that means the Redskins are 0-3 in the division, 0-4 overall. The Giants have won two in a row. And let's be honest, let's be completely honest, the Giants were not even close to being good today. Not even close to being like, oh, hey, that, that's a good team on the rise. They were missing Saquon Barkley, by far their best player, and they were missing Golden Tate, their replacement for Odell Beckham Jr., and they still won by 21 points. 21! Oh, and the Patriots are at FedEx Field this coming Sunday. Good luck. This is the Locked on Redskins podcast. Um, you know, normally we don't open up in that emotional of a state, but it's an hour or so after Sunday's game. As I record this, Jay Gruden, as of right now, still has a job. We'll put this together and we'll put it up out there. Uh, of course, if something changes, we'll have it for you as quickly as we can. Um, there's... No way to describe this 
other than a complete and utter humiliation, embarrassment, and debacle. There is no, well, at least we fought really hard. At least we were right there, and if we could have done one or two things differently, we would have won. Same thing for last Monday night. Same thing, arguably, for the first two weeks of the season. I suppose you could make a better argument for the first two weeks than certainly you can make for the last two weeks. They were annihilated in the first half last week, Monday night, just a few short days ago. And today, quite honestly, Sunday, uh, depending on when you are listening to this, I record this Sunday early evening. Today, they, I mean, they, they were annihilated from moment one until the final gun. There was never, ever, ever, ever a period of time where you thought, hmm, you know what? The Redskins have a chance here. They had a little bit of momentum, a little bit of momentum when they first put in Dwayne Haskins. And that's the big overall arching story to this game is that Dwayne Haskins made his NFL debut. And that's where we'll start. The Redskins lose 24-3. to Dwayne Haskins replaced Case Keenum, who was absolutely abysmal. Uh, maybe the interception wasn't his fault. Uh, I guess it wasn't. I mean, it bounces off the hands of Robert Davis, um, you know, into a tight window on a slant. You know, that's an unfortunate break, but he misses Trey Quinn on the first play of the game way deep over the top, and then he misses Trey Quinn on his last series of the game, again on first down, who's wide open. Trey Quinn should have had two long touchdowns in this game, and I suppose there's your argument that the Redskins should have been in this game and were close, and if they could have done one or two things, I suppose, I suppose, that's not totally incorrect. But you have to also wonder, uh, let's put it this way, even if they get those 14 points, they still lose, right, by the net, net, net result. But, of course, if they get those two touchdowns, Case Canem is also not pulled, and Dwayne Haskins is not in there, and Dwayne Haskins goes 9 of 17 for 107 yards and three interceptions, including a pick six. So, I mean, I guess that's your argument. I guess that's your argument right there. So, the bottom line is this. The Redskins lose 24-3. There's lots of reasons for it. Let's go inside the numbers, as we normally do here on the first podcast of the new week, after the Giants and or after the Redskins play and after the Redskins lose to the Giants 24 to 3 the team stats look like this the Giants had 24 first downs the Redskins had 8 the Giants were 8 of 13 on third down 8 of 13 on third down and one of those third downs that they missed on set up a fourth down and one-and-a-half conversion on the first series of the game, which was as dumb of a play call or decision. I'm sorry, not play call. Dumb of a decision as I think Jay Gruden has made in his five-and-a-half years here. It was a dreadful decision, and I said it at the time, and we'll get more into it. It was a brutal decision. There is no explaining this decision. None. And for a team that was already yielding 64% on third down coming in, they yielded 8 of 13. 
that's hard to do to a team without Saquon Barkley and without Golden Tate. The Redskins allowed 389 yards of offense to the Giants. The Redskins countered with 176. 68 plays to 48. 5.7 average gain for the Giants. 3.7 average gain for Washington. 164 yards rushing. 55 for the Redskins. 225 yards passing for the Giants. 121 for the Redskins. 12 penalties that were accepted for the Redskins. Five for the Giants. The only area that the Redskins were even with the Giants in in this game, turnovers. Four each. How disgusting, how putrid of a football game this was. Four turnovers each. 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 Oh, I'm sorry. There was one other area that the Redskins were even in. Field goals. Each team was one of one. The Giants had the ball for 36 minutes and 9 seconds. The Redskins, 23 minutes and 51 seconds. To a team that, again, I can't stress this enough, was missing Saquon Barkley and Golden Tate. Think about how bad this might have been if Saquon Barkley actually played. Never mind Golden Tate. Think about it. So there's your team statistics. Now your individual statistics. As we wrap up this first segment, Adrian Peterson, 11 carries, 28 yards, another dud. Dwayne Haskins, two runs for 23 yards, including a long of 14. That was the only impressive part, really, of his game, except for a couple of throws. And we'll get into this more. I don't know why the Redskins don't continue to move him around a little bit. Chris Thompson, four of four. We told you the quarterback story and Haskins, Keenum, was 6 of 11, nothing bad there, 37 yards, but again, missed those two wide-open touchdowns. Chris Thompson, leading receiver by far for the Redskins, five targets, four catches, 56 yards. Jeremy Sprinkle, targeted three times, I don't really know why, one reception, 20 yards. Paul Richardson, five uh, targets, three receptions, 14 yards. Wendell Smallwood, 1, 1, and 14. Kelvin Harmon, 2-2-14, and including Dwayne Haskins' first NFL completion. Robert Davis, two targets, one catch, 11 yards. Trey Quinn, four targets, two catches, 10 yards. Should have been well over 100 with two touchdowns. Vernon Davis, four targets, one catch, five yards, and at least involved, if not guilty, of not being on the same page with Dwayne Haskins for Dwayne Haskins' third and final interception. That's it. That's what the deal is. Daniel Jones wasn't good. 23 of 31, 225 yards, a touchdown, two interceptions, should have had three or four interceptions. I mean, what do you need to know? I gave you all the numbers you need to know. We'll take a quick time out here on the Locked on Redskins podcast as we uh, bring you this visceral reaction, if you will, to a just awful performance there is no way to to color this there is no way to color this in any way shape or form Uh, I'm sorry there just isn't Um, and I'm trying to be nice but there just isn't so that you know that's your deal right there 
Uh, this is, again, episode number 320 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Uh, I'm Chris Russell. Make sure you follow at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins on Twitter for all sorts of information. You can follow me individually on Twitter at Russellmania621. Let me tell you guys about Blinkist. With Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books. Go to Blinkist.com slash locked on to try it free for seven days and save 25% off your new subscription. That's Blinkist.com slash locked on to try it for free and get your 25% off. What's up, guys? It's Chris Russell here, Locked on Redskins. Long day at work, tough day at school. Still stuck at the office? Treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you. All with DoorDash. Your sweatpants are on for the day, but you're sick of microwave leftovers and frozen pizza. Who needs that stuff, right? Enter DoorDash. Restaurant quality food with a living room dress code. Here's the deal. DoorDash connects you to your favorite restaurants in your city. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app. Choose what you want to eat, and your food will be delivered to you wherever you are. Not only is your favorite food uh, and pizza joint already on DoorDash, but there's over 340,000 restaurants in over 3,300 cities, so you might find a new favorite, too. Door-to-door delivery in all 50 states and Canada. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code locked on that's five dollars off your first order when you download the doordash app from the app store and enter the promo code locked on don't forget promo code locked on to get five dollars off your first order from doordash remember the days when you were always ready to go not to go to work not to go to the store because you forgot something but ready to go to the bedroom That's right. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed, fellas. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Chewable. They work up to twice as fast as a pill, and you can be ready to go whenever the opportunity comes about. If you could benefit from a little extra function, fellas, and more confidence where it matters, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online, shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. If you visit bluechew.com, you get your first shipment for free when you use our special promo code locked on. Just pay $5 shipping again. That's B L U E chew.com. Promo code locked on to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. Get it now, guys. All right, it is episode number 321 of the Locked On Redskins podcast. We are back as we wrap up a Giants 24-3 trashing of the Washington Redskins. We should point out, in fairness to the Redskins, you know, we mentioned how the Giants were still able to score 24 points. Now, seven of those, of course, come on a pick six. 
of Dwayne Haskins, which again we'll get into the analysis of uh, in a little bit. That was a Julius Peppers, not Julius Peppers, Jabril Peppers, 32-yard uh, interception return for a touchdown. So not all those yards are against the Redskins defense. We should point out, again, that, number one. Number two, that even though the Giants did not have Saquon Barkley and did not have Golden Tate, in fairness, on offense for the Redskins, they did not have Terry McLaurin. They did not have Jordan Reed again. They did not have Brandon Sheriff. They did not have Chase Roulier. So they were missing four starters uh, or four certainly guys that would be starters. Reed hasn't played uh, all year. So just in the interest of fairness, we should point that out. Uh, real quickly on defense, as we continue to go inside the numbers after this disaster of a loss to drop to 0-4, the defense actually did what we've been asking them to do, is if you can't make stops, level the playing field. Get turnovers, right? Quinton Dunbar was terrific in this game. He had two interceptions. Um, he also drew an offensive pass interference penalty in the corner of the end zone um, and was clearly their best individual player. The problem is, is you know, the Redskins often were not able to turn any of those into never mind points even into a decent drive because it would just be penalty 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 we'll get into that in just a little bit but individually on defense besides Dunbar who in addition to his again two interceptions also had three tackles John Bostic had 11 total tackles uh, he did get lost in zone coverage on a pass to Sterling Shepard at least once. I think it was twice, but once inside the five-yard line that led to a touchdown. And that's been a problem so far. Bostic's been picked on in zone defense over the middle, and I think teams know that. And that's been a little bit of an issue as, you know, even though he won a starting job here after the Reuben Foster injury, uh, I'm not saying he's bad, it's just... Certainly, that hasn't appeared to be a strength. Let's put it that way. Landon Collins, I didn't think, was very good today. Had a combined nine tackles. Uh, no other impact. Um, you know, got picked on a little bit. Uh, I'll, I'll wait to watch the film again. I, you know, I'm, I'm taking a lot of notes during games. Uh, so, I, I may have not seen the right thing. But I, just first glance, I didn't think Landon Collins was very impactful uh, and it looked like the Redskins, or it looked like the Giants picked on him once or twice. Matt Ioannidis, a seven combined tackle performance. Josh Norman should have had an interception, got hurt. Six combined tackles. Fabian Moreau, a couple of defensive holding penalties inside the red zone. Six combined tackles. Uh, I can go down the list for you. Uh, the bottom line is this, the Redskins made very, very, very little impact. Once again, no sacks. They did have a sack. It was taken away because of a defensive penalty. One of the two defensive holdings by Fabian Moreau. They had another would-be sack on a third and 13 run by Daniel Jones. They had him wrapped up twice in the backfield, and he broke free and ran for the first down. You know, I mean, th this is what happens. You, you can't win, even though you generate the turnovers that they did. You can't win if you don't ever really generate major and significant heat. 
The other two turnovers, real quickly, for the Redskins uh, came from Monte Nicholson recovering a fumble. That was inside the five-yard line. That was punched out by Tim Settle and Sean Dion Hamilton. And Tavon Hester had the other one. I don't honestly remember that one. I think that was late, but I can't honestly remember. Uh, Whatever. So, So the Redskins create four turnovers and lose by 21 points. Or four takeaways, I should say. And lose by 21 points. I mean, that's how bad it was and is. Um, Real quickly, kind of going through the game notes that the Redskins PR staff sent after the game. The captains for the game, Case Keenum, Jonathan Allen, Ryan Kerrigan, Landon Collins, DeShazer Everett. Everett had a big penalty on special teams that wiped out a huge Steven Sims kick return. That's another problem. Uh, again, the Redskins forcing three turnovers in um, a single game. Uh, I, I don't know. They're saying four turnovers. But um, since week 11 of the 2018 season, um, they had multiple interceptions in a single game for the first time since that game. That was against the Texans. That was the game that Alex Smith fractured his leg. The Redskins... Recording multiple interceptions in the first half of a game for the first time since week three of 2017 Sunday night football against the Oakland Raiders. You know, again, nobody wants to be a jerk here, but just the performance, the effort, the consistency, the sloppiness and the and 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 just the execution is just dreadful. Uh, Adrian Peterson had 28 yards on 11 carries against a not very good Giants defense. Now, if you want to look at some positives, Adrian Peterson passed Edger and James and Tiki Barber, a guy who killed the the Redskins for years for number 15, number 14 on the NFL's all-time list for career scrimmage yards. Congratulations. That's great. Uh, you know, I, I mean, there, there's just not much we can give you that goes, well, positive, something to build on, something to build on. Uh, you know, there's just not much. There's just not much there. I mean, outside of Dunbar, what, what else is there? Well, let me give you a, at least a little something something on Dunbar. First interception. Since week nine, again of 2018, sixth career interception for the former receiver. Second interception, again in the second quarter, first career multi-interception game, and first Redskins since DJ Swearinger in week eight of last year to have two interceptions in a single game. Uh, He's the First Redskin to record multiple interceptions in the second quarter of a game since Sean Springs in December of 2007. He's the first Redskin to register multiple interceptions and multiple passes defensed in a game since Swearinger. Two interceptions, two passes defensed, May 12th, uh, I'm sorry, November 12th, 2017 against the Minnesota Vikings, when ironically Case Keenum was the quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. Tressway, he was good. Six punts, 319 yards, 51.8 net average, three inside the 20. Net average of 51.8, third highest in a single game of his career. 
average of 53.2, tied for the fifth highest in a single game in his career. That's gross versus net. There, that's it. There you go. There you go. That's it. There's not a lot there. It's like picking off the carcass, quite honestly, after it's been scavenged by vultures. There's just not a lot there. All right, we'll take another timeout. Final one on the Locked on Redskins podcast. We'll come back and wrap this up with a couple of analytical points. And then we'll say goodbye right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast, episode number 321. I'm Chris Russell. Thanks for being with us right here on LOR. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. It is episode number 321 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Guys, we only have about a minute and a half, two minutes, so we have to go kind of quick through this. Uh, Dwayne Haskins overall had three interceptions. One was a pick six. His mechanics, while he was harassed, under pressure, he's wide base, feet horizontal as opposed to vertical, shoulders not turned, uh, tried to fling it uh, into a tight spot to Jeremy Sprinkle, who had zero ounces of separation as normal. Um yeah, you know, it's just a bad throw, bad, you know, bad to everything. Um, and that was the pick six. And the second interception was kind of just a, you know, a, a jump ball type situation along the boundary. Not going to kill him for that. Paul Richardson, you're trying to get it to your guy. The third interception, he tried to throw it to Vernon Davis. Great anticipation throwing it way before Vernon Davis is out of his break and turned around. The problem is, is Vernon Davis wasn't turned around. So when he turned around, it jumped on him and he kind of batted it up in the air and the Giants then intercepted it. Again, not the worst thing in the world, but uh, I would just say, you know, that that some of these are fixable, but I have seen the poor mechanics way too often so far in, in preseason and in OTAs um, and now again in week four. The other thing I'll just quickly add, a horrendous, horrendous, horrendous decision on the first Giants drive for the Redskins. Jay Gruden on third and seven, on a third and seven stop, the Giants took a holding call and it was either third and 17 or or it was a 46-yard field goal attempt. Now, I understand you don't want to give away points, but 46 yards is not an absolute surefire thing. And Jay Gruden decided to accept the penalty and force the Giants to go third and 17, of which they picked up 15 and a half yards. So they didn't get the third down. It's one of the third downs they didn't convert, but then they went for it on fourth down and one and a half and easily converted it and then got the touchdown. Just a dreadful decision by Jay Gruden, period, End of. There is no defending that. Normally, you would say, okay, third and 17, all right. Not with this defense. Not with this defense allowing 63% on third down, along with how horrific they were on third down last year at 44%, one of the worst units in the league. So that's our two big picture takeaways. We'll have much more throughout the week. Um, I appreciate you guys being with us and patient. Sorry I was a little hot at the beginning of this, uh, but I'm – I got to be honest with you, this affects 
not only my quality of life, but it affects my my livelihood. Uh, you know, I'm I'm exhausted from covering this team for as long as I have, and to see it continuously be an absolute steaming pile of you know what is just constantly hard to defend and advocate and fight and ask and beg people to listen and care and consume and buy and 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 give a you know what it just is so i get frustrated all right that's going to do it for us right here on the locked on redskins podcast again thanks for being with us as always i'm chris russell adios if you're looking for the most comprehensive nfl draft coverage this offseason look no further than the locked on nfl scouting podcast join the draft dudes kyle krabs and joe marino as they go position by position through the nfl free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 nfl draft if you want to know who your favorite nfl team should be adding to its roster you need to check out locked on nfl scouting available on youtube and wherever you get your podcasts part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.